Hello there, nerds, and welcome to Crit Chat, where a group of DMs get together every single week and discuss the important things in life, like healthy alternatives to the usual D&D snacks. I'm totally fucking kidding. We're going to eat like 15 pizzas and dunk them in Coca-Cola because fuck you guys. <laughs> oh, good. I was concerned there for a second. <laughs> I'm, I'm not under any kind of like idea that it's going to be good. Man. Look. My body is a temple. Is a it? pizza. There you go, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, but yeah, this week we have with us Alfred Clark, also known as Penny Blue. Hello. Uh, we have Ali Goldapper, also known on the internet as Rev Flooper. Hi there. We also have a new cast member joining us this week. Uh, the first of a couple of new members that you'll see joining our ranks. This week we've got Kai Yu on with us. Good day, mates. And we have me as your host, Ismay Hutton, also known as a Teacup Gamer. Uh, so, guys, this week we are talking about what is supposedly half of the game that we talk about every week. We're talking about dungeons and dungeon making. Um, which is one of the things that I wanted to bring up real early on of fucking, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> we've got, we've got... Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, I put a lot of dragons in my games because, you know, dragons are the greatest thing in the world and amazing. Um, But I have had very few dungeons in my time uh, because my my idiots like being outside and every time that I put them in a cave, all of their characters are like, it's part of my backstory that I hate enclosed spaces. I'm like, okay, well, I guess we're not doing dungeons. (laughs) Like, whatever. (laughs) That's very good. My experience is the literal (laughs) opposite, where I spend a lot of time in dungeons and absolutely no time with dragons. (laughs) Really? (gasps) Although I do like the alternative like topic for the day, which is everything other than dragons. (laughs) Right. Like, it has to be it, because, like, why would they call it Dungeons and Dragons if you're not literally just talking about dungeons and or dragons? But it, whatever. Um, Ali, also, um, you were saying that you you have not journeyed into the foiree of dungeons, have you? No, I have not. I, I really haven't, I haven't DM'd, I think I've DM'd, I've never DM'd a dungeon, <laughs> and I have been in one question mark. So this is a lot of a learning experience for me. Yeah. Um <laughs> we're all we're all going to like get do a fucking high school musical all in this together kind of deal with this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but oh, so God. what it was it that um means makes has made it that you have not done any dungeons is it like lack of interest on your part or your players or just not got around to it yet kind of thing? Haven't gotten there yet. Uh just don't have enough uh hours logged, I suppose. I definitely <laughs> want to throw my players in a dungeon. That's not even in question. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, the, the, the modules that I've played with, I've only completed two modules with my current DM and mm-hmm. neither really went into dungeons. Most of it was outside. Yeah. So it wasn't lack of interest. All uh, right. Yeah. Cause like, I don't know, for me, it's like, I've got a little lack of interest in it. So this is going to be another episode of convinces me that dungeons are like cool and fun. Cause like, cause like I like I like the kind of concept of them, um, because you know it's just it's a little enclosed space where a bunch of random shit can happen, which sounds fun, but at the same time, like oh, I, d- I want I want my players to be frolicking around outside. I like describing birds and shit, not like uh, no, you gotta put them in danger and watch them squirm. Right, mm, you, 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 you can like have that. dungeon birds too. You can have dungeon birds. Okay, well then I'm reformed. <laughs> like episode over, I guess. Like, Great, that's all, that's all it took. Fantastic. Yeah, Let's right. Wrap it Fucking up. six minutes. We didn't need any of this time. This is dope. <laughs> um, but today we were we were thinking that um we might do something a little different, like from from the now brilliant mind of Caillou um, was saying that maybe I don't know why I've decided that your full name is now your your entire identity, but eh. yeah, um, it, people do it a lot. It's a weird really. Name. It's a such a cool name is the problem. It's a good name. It's just such a cool name. Um, but yeah, so like uh, Kai was suggesting that maybe we go through and actually create a dungeon uh, during the episode, which would be really cool. I don't think that we've done a uh, during podcast like. Kind of, kind of like real play, but for the DM kind of idea, which is also dope. So yeah, so first, what do people do uh, when they start out making dungeons? Like what's, I think, yeah, what we have to first go for is the first touchstone of how do we start making a dungeon? Well, I think 
I think first you have to define what is a dungeon. Uh-huh. I mean, the obvious the obvious answer is a dungeon is un- under a castle and it's where you put prisoners and stuff. But that's, in Dungeons & Dragons, obviously it means more than that. Mm-hmm. It's extended to caves and crypts and, and things like that. But really, though, are we talking about just, like, like dark, dank places? Or are we talking about sort of more of a more of a game mechanic sort of thing? Is it just sort of like a a place where the characters are in danger and in enemy territory and don't really have anywhere to escape? Because if you expand it up to that, dungeons can mean a lot of things, can't they? Yeah, no, that that was that was definitely something I was thinking of because I yeah, I've not done any like technically I've not done a single fucking dungeon. I've done sewer systems. I've done like dragon layers. Wait, that's so that's yeah. exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. I mean, in the Dungeons and Dragons term, dungeon has a very broad definition. Mm-hmm. Okay, so first, first we have to come up with what kind of place the dungeon is, like the quote-unquote dungeon. Yeah. So, how do we figure out what kind of dungeon that we're going for? Because <laughs> I well, have no idea. Well, you can decide whatever's thematically appropriate, or... Cool. Uh, as I've been looking at recently in preparation of this podcast, you can go to the Dungeon Master's Guide, and ah. there's all these tables for random dungeons. And so, um, mm. tell you what, Ismay, do you have dice yes. in front of you? I mean, you know that I always can do. I to, can I get you to roll a D100? D100? Ooh, okay. D100. Let's go. Let's roll on this. Uh, we got 13. 13? 13. Okay, our dungeon... On the table is beneath a graveyard. Ooh, see, I like that. Like, I, I would like to first point out that the fact that like someone has done research for this podcast that's on it is a new revolutionary idea to me. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I feel like other people do, but <laughs> the, idea, the idea that people have done more than I have is just like. It's probably bad. Uh, yeah, but... I do like the I do like that your preparation for this episode was I don't really like dungeons. <laughs> like, That's pretty good. Look, bitch, I poured a glass of wine. I did my time. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'm all about. Oh god. Okay. I uh, like so yeah, that was that was one of the things that we were that we were talking about a little bit or we were wanting to talk about. Um just yeah, the the dungeon master got dungeon I can never say it. The dungeon master's guide is actually really fucking useful. Um, so, Kai, so good. can you tell us a little bit about what you'll find in the DMG? Uh, well, there's it's not just a list of magic items. There's just <laughs> uh, so many different things. There's random tables for all sorts of things. It has rules for travel, which I've just started using because I've, I've been playing in a big sandbox game with a lot of travel. And I'm realising that, oh, actually, they, it's, it's just good and useful and nobody I've, nobody I've ever played with has just done travel by the book, and it's always just sort of a bit yeah. loosey-goosey and mm-hmm. a bit mm. shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, and, um, yeah. But no, it's, just, it's great. I, I, to go through all of it would take a long time. Well, yeah, I mean, I did really just want to invite you on this podcast so you can read it word for word. That's kind <laughs> of what I'm all about. But I'm like, kind of looking for a free audiobook. I I'm guess we'll do something. Mm. Oh my god, DM, DMG audiobook. I would listen to that. I will be honest with you. Yeah, Honestly, I totally would. Honestly, I would. Like, it's... God, we're such, like, fucking podcast nerds. Ah, <laughs> like, oh, Do you want me to do it? I can start. Introduction. It's good to be the dungeon master. Not only do you get to tell fantastic stories about heroes, villains, monsters, and magic, but you also get to create a world in which these stories live. Do you want to keep Aww. going? Or should we just do it? <laughs> it's beautiful. Like, I'd be wrapped. Like- <laughs> like it was lovely. Um, but <laughs> what is it that? Um, so yeah, what what kind of tables can you find in the the DMG? Because hey, I never looked at that section. Because oops, I'm a lazy bitch. <laughs> well, I'm currently um, I'm currently on the uh, section for creating dungeons, and the next mm-hmm. one is uh, about the dungeon creator. So Ellie, can I get you to roll a d twenty? D twenty, sure. <sighs> yep, I got a one. Oh, God oh, damn okay. it. <laughs> it's a cursed day. No, it's fine. It doesn't matter. Uh, our, our, it's what is kind of bad. Uh, our dungeon has been created by a beholder. 
So, oh, don't. Okay. Yeah, not great. <laughs> now that's pretty oh, much yeah. as intense as it gets, I think. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, like, well, it's not. Uh, we didn't get like a lich, which would be a lot more like thematic for the graveyard. But I like mm. the idea of like the, uh, yeah, the the beholder's graveyard. Oh, Maybe a death tower. You know. Yeah. Right. Oh, I, that's cool. I do really like that it's beneath the graveyard. Immediately, I was going down like comic. Like I was imagining something really comic. <laughs> For some reason, immediately I was imagining like being underneath graves and there being like animated skeletons with just their legs popping out because you've got like a tunnel underneath their grave. I don't yeah. know. I don't know where I was going. <laughs> I like that's a the, that's a new idea. I like that you hear graveyard. And you're like, well, this is hilarious to start with. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't know what that comedy. <laughs> <laughs> so choice but yeah even like small things like as we we're just saying yeah um dungeons can be anywhere so with a graveyard i would be tempted to put like it's it's probably like a crypt entrance like you'd have to break into the crypt itself and like i don't know mm. like just kind of like a, maybe a grave maybe yeah maybe just like fucking dig up some bitch ass grave and get under there get all of it no, I'm, I'm thinking maybe it was there before the graveyard was built okay and when somebody dug a grave they broke into uh, the actual dungeon and it was just sort of a coincidence these two things exist at once Ooh, okay well there was like a grave that were, that predated the rest of the the graveyard but there was one grave that was there originally yeah and that was the entrance and then they built around it and yeah so uh, but like then you can then oh, you can have like a whole researching the graveyard and the players can be like oh this grave is older than the the actual temple or whatever yeah That'd okay cool. that's really cool see this is this is the point where we're either helped or hindered by emily not being on the podcast because at this <laughs> point we take like a 20 minute break to talk about pun based like gravestones <laughs> oh, absolutely <laughs> right is, i yeah absolutely <laughs> This is our chat. like, Emily, you got to be hitting us up on Twitter later with all of the, the possible. I'm sure she's puns. thought of like six already Definitely. if she's, right. you know, when she <laughs> listens. But at this point. She's already put us on blast on Twitter. Like, we didn't even need to say shit. Oh, <laughs> no. Okay, so we've got the the grave entrance of to a beholder's dungeon. So was it? Oh, God mm-hmm. damn it. Fucking in chat already. Hope you don't hit her. Dead end. I wish I was died. And, and here it is. Oh, <laughs> See, God. The worst thing is, this isn't even Emily. This is Sarah. <laughs> we're we're being accosted <laughs> on all fronts. These puns are getting rather ends. grave, aren't they? Oh shit, me! <laughs> <laughs> I've made my own graveyard. This is it. Oh God. Um. But yeah, so, okay, so immediately we've got a... Fucking people are dying to get in there. I hate chat. <laughs> I hate the empire oh. that we have made. Oh. Christ. I've opened up a wormhole. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, we, we've already got, like, because we know where, like, what's above it, we know, like, that it is a, a dungeon to beholder. We've already got, like, a lot of imagery that we can put in. Um, which, which yep. is something that I really like about dungeons or I think keeps dungeons interesting. Cause I think that of the, of the kind quote unquote dungeons that I've made, one of them was just so drastically unsuccessful because it was so boring. It was so boring. It was just like, you, you turn. It's good to have a solid thing. Like I just, I just want to, yeah, it, they're, they're difficult. They're difficult to make interesting unless you beforehand kind of acknowledge that you're going to have to put some effort into making like essentially just like a big old maze fun so yeah when when you've got not necessarily you can have small short dungeons which are very linear Mm -hmm. uh it's just it's just a different experience it's sort of more of like a, a romp sort of thing yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've, I haven't run any like that, but I've been a player in a bunch. Actually, I have run okay. some like that. I remember like the first uh, game I did. It was um, it might have been a beehive themed dungeon. It's a whole other thing. But, oh, yeah, they they set it on fire. <laughs> they set the whole thing on did. fire. <laughs> I love players. I just I remember Holy I remember shit. looking. They they threw a javelin on fire and it landed in the honey. And I'm like, <laughs> is honey flammable? <laughs> so I, I went to Google. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. all I can do. And yes, yeah. honey's very. Very flammable. <laughs> oh, good. Thank you for putting yeah, us on oh, like geez, five yeah. more watch lists. 
That's cool. <laughs> oh. Now we all know. It's full of sugar. What do you expect? God, don't. Now I have to know that. But that's so much. To be fair, they were in it at the time, so I got some satisfaction. <laughs> to be fair, I got to burn them alive. So win-win. Win-win. <laughs> um, so, yeah, one of, one of the things... Yeah, just talk about, like, whether a dungeon is, like, linear or not. Um, talk about... How to how to do a dungeon layout? Like, what have you guys done in terms of like how how you've gone out laying out a dungeon? Like, Alfred, what have, what have you done before in dungeon layout? Yeah, I mean, I think I think that being non-linear is pretty important. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I don't I don't start with a layout generally. I mean, you okay. you always start with a like what what you know the history and like what it is like the yeah graveyard graveyard dungeon. I guess it's it's mm-hmm. tough. Like, it, I guess you would you you would want to think about um. Uh, like what this beholder is trying to achieve i guess <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah i mean most of mine have been like i kind of grafted the um fandelver goblin dungeon onto the bottom of like a goblin encampment kind of thing oh. um and had like a base uh, and that was a lot of fun but i think um one thing worth thinking about when you're um just doing the like layout is uh, making it non-linear I, th- I think i think it is important and having lots of yeah, just branching paths and um, ways for the geography to interact in interesting ways, like having having higher areas and lower areas that where you can see from the higher area to the lower lower area. Ooh, okay, um, that's cool. Any anything to create more options. Um, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm if if layout is something I think that much about. Okay. It's more like I, I spend a lot of time thinking about. Um, giving everyone their own things to do like creating like specifically creating things that will be interesting for certain players like having like you know you know like air ducts basically but fantasy air ducts mm-hmm. um for the rogue <laughs> to sneak through because he yeah. wants to sneak and if oh. there's nothing if you haven't <laughs> built something for him to sneak through then make sure make sure Ooh, there's something i, I actually i have a question Go on. um do you find that the pl- your players asking questions of what they can do or like coming up with something that you haven't thought of? Do you find that alters your dungeon or builds dungeons differently for you? Uh, I would say absolutely, yeah. Um, I would always um, just kind of swap things out if people are coming up with good ideas. Um, or if someone asks me a question like, are there any fantasy air ducts for me to sneak through? Um, <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, I didn't plan any fantasy air ducts like I'm supposed to. Uh, then I then I'd be like, yeah, there totally are. <laughs> and why? Uh, because because you can. Um, yeah. But yeah, like ab- absolutely, it should. But but I think that having having everything really well planned out is really helpful for um, being able to improvise. I I find like I find it impossible to improvise without having like without without having everything uh to the level where i'm like yeah this is all totally solid and real and this is how it is um mm-hmm. once i have that then i can be like then i can just like remove bits and stick things on and it, it's yeah. a lot you know i think it's yeah that's my point i guess <laughs> cool i'm just as i've said so many times at this point i'm such a new dm and i'm a very yes and type of person mm-hmm like yeah. if you i i usually ball. lean into what they give me and i'm never sure if it's i know there's no right or wrong but if it's yeah. a smart idea all the time <laughs> yeah. well it's it's only run, wrong if it's not fun mm-hmm. fair that's you a really good way to as long it. as it's fun it's right yeah yeah that's fair though like some people's idea is fun is to break your damn game <laughs> which is only fun yeah for well one. that's <laughs> that's the problem players There's but that. still <laughs> um but yeah no like um going back to one of the the points that you were saying before alfred um for when you're saying before you want to um generate the rooms uh you like having like a motivation for the thing so on on this random dungeon that we're making uh why don't you give us you you brought up this ding dang idea why why is this beholder dungeon in existence <laughs> This is your well. Plan. Actually, I can. Uh, there's a there's kind of a table for that. Oh, is there? <laughs> oh, is there a table? My... There's a, there's a table for the dungeon's purpose as hey. opposed to the beholder's purpose. Yeah, but, but hey, oh, guys, yeah, let's roll on the purpose. Maybe, maybe we should have like read the DMG. Yeah, to what, uh, Alfred? Roll a d twenty. Do you have a d twenty on yeah. you, Alfred? Give it a roll. Give it a yeah. roll. Cool. Okay, here I go. 
Seven. 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 It's a mine. Okay. okay. It's done okay. a loose a, thematic here. A dead person uh, mine. If, and the thing is, if, if at any point it doesn't quite yeah. work, we can always roll yeah. again. Well, yeah. I'm trying to think of a beholder in a mine under a graveyard. <laughs> it's it not works. Well, I'm okay. thinking maybe... The, there must be some... I'm feeling like the graveyard was built after yeah. the dungeon was made. Mm-hmm. I also like this little old lady that Maybe swallowed a fly a kind of thing we've got going on. There's a dungeon, there's like a beholder <laughs> in a mine and a graveyard in the fucking... Um, <laughs> and the green grass rose all around. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Should maybe, we roll again and see if it makes any more I sense? Mean, I feel like you, you could make you could make the, um, the mine work. Like if it was previously, I don't know, like a secret underground mine of the town. Like if, if you're in a town that had like a, mm. uh, a powerful like leader ages ago and no one really knew like how they got wealthy or whatever but they had like secret mines oh, underneath okay. uh underneath the town that were getting worked on um but and they were forgotten the beholders yeah moved the beholder found a place and then to the beholders stay. moved in yeah there's a nice and he's retrofitted into a death trap dungeon yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no. The the in in the description for mine, uh, in the description for this entry is it, it mentions that miners who delve too deep can break through into the underdark. So maybe that's what the beholder's oh, trying right. to do. Yeah. Maybe he's trying to yeah. carve oh, okay. out turf in the underdark. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Because that's then there's cool. like, I, I, it's it's really nice when you have like layers of layers of history like that, like having the having it be like a. A, a, a mine that the people were using and then because then you can get like a map a, like a schematic of the mine from like whatever rich person is hiring you from the yeah. town and then uh, that mine will be wrong in lots of ways but it'll be right in some ways and you'll be able to kind of see what's changed since mm. the beholders moved in and stuff that'll be cool yeah oh, okay yeah so yeah. speaking of that uh, speaking of history there's another table which is the next one called dungeon history why don't yeah. I read the DMG <laughs> Wow. <laughs> like, maybe I should do that at some point. But okay, who wants to roll for this so, one? I'll roll. What am I rolling? All right. D20. D20? You got it. Yeah. Ooh. I got a 14. Ooh, okay. 14. Let's go. Creator destroyed in a natural disaster. What was it? So the, uh, so the beholder's dead. The creator destroyed in a natural disaster. The beholder's been killed. Oh. Oh, my <laughs> friend the beholder? Yeah, I've, I've, you know, I was getting attached to the Earl. I know, beholder. I got really attached yeah. to him. I named him Philip. <laughs> I'm sad. He's a good boy. Right, yeah. my friend Philip in the dungeon. Oh. Okay. So there's obviously <laughs> new monsters here now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, my stupid friend uh, Philip is dead. I, unfortunately, there's coming. no table for that. <laughs> Couldn't see it coming. God damn it. I'm God sorry, Emily's not here. <laughs> Other people trying to fill the <laughs> void of puns, rotten bastards. Uh okay. Wait. So wait. Uh, where where are we at the moment? The so the beholder. Okay. So um, what? there's no table. Oh, so yeah. So the there was a mine created by uh, a rich lord who uh-huh. uh, was then usurped by a beholder. A graveyard was built on top of that, and somewhere in that history, the beholder was killed by a natural disaster. Let's say earthquake. Earthquake. Okay. Philip Philip got murdered yeah. because of an earthquake, and we yeah he was, he thought he was on top of the world. I mean, uh, underneath. The, uh, yeah, good God, job. My, my, my joke fell down already. <laughs> I mean, the attempt was made, which was lovely. Uh, <laughs> we can all just do our best. Like, <laughs> yeah. Now the one thing there is, there's no. There's no table for uh, the new monsters that live in the mine, so mm-hmm. I guess we can just make that up. Ah, oh, damn it, DMG! <laughs> yeah, no, it sort of lets you down on that one, but it's mm. it gives you more creative freedom, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh god, what what are good? Tell you what, do you want to do it randomly? I mean, sure. Well, like, fuck it, we're making a random dungeon. Pick a number between like one and two hundred and something. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm getting my monster manual out, and whatever number you say is the page number. Okay. Um, uh, one seven three. One seven three. Well, that's Greek. That doesn't work. What oh. was it? They're um a Greek. They're a Greek? they're not they're not intelligent. Oh, beans. Yeah, they're like they're the worms oh, that like right. covered in rocks. Do it on one. We'll we'll get there somewhere. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Someone else give a number. Uh, Alfred, why do you give a number? Um, 49. 
49. How much did it kill you not to say 69? Because, like, <laughs> I was just like, mm, what about if well, we do the funny sex number? Okay, go on. <laughs> I was waiting for that to happen. <laughs> I was doing my best. I'm being a good child 49's today. a great choice regardless. Uh, we have a demi-lich. We have, we have a demi-lich on page 49. Oh, see, that's very good. It's something. God, so wait. So the history so far that we've got is there was a town. There was a guy that was mining under the town. Got very rich from it. Then circumstances happened was not mining there anymore uh it was forgotten graveyard built on top of it uh beholder moved in there's a dead ass beholder lying around in there because it got all torn down by natural disasters uh and now a a demi-lich has moved the fuck into that turf which is i mean that's like that's a good chunk of history, right? Now it could oh, it could be a lich beholder. Ooh, Maybe oh, oh my god, survived. <gasps> I mean, yeah, that's the death tyrant. We could do that. Oh my god, Dunk, yes. Mm. Oh, I'm so into it. Okay, so yeah, we've got we've got our our lichy beholder killed by an earthquake, but resurrected as a lich. Yeah. Oh, Maybe. and it makes sense. Resurrections in graveyards, awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like could be like have happened kind of by accident in like a a necromancy kind of mistake. So like how how would you guys like use those in the context of the dungeon? Like what? Uh, like it's cool having the story, uh, which is fun for you, which honestly is half the reason I do anything in DMing. But what uh what practical applications does it have in terms of what you see in the dungeon? I guess. I, yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's, um, it, I mean, it informs everything, but I, I think it just, it, it's, it's just a good way to, it, you need a theme in order to frame the like different elements you want to mm-hmm. use. Um, I think that it's really good. Uh, the most important thing is to have, um, reasons to have, uh, different factions in your dungeon. Okay. Like, I think, I think you want to have, um, I, like, I like the idea that, um, this, beholder was breaking through into the underdark and that there are some there's some random faction or two from the underdark who are like on the lower levels of the dungeon but i like the idea that they're maybe 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 you know they're they're in conflict with this beholder and his minions oh, okay and then the player characters come into the middle of everything yeah okay so yeah so automatically we've got like a bunch of conflict that gets introduced and so the fights are not just random i don't know fights with spiders and crap that you find mm. under okay yeah. i th- I think that really is the key to making dungeons in general is just like uh like i i really love random tables mm. for um for dungeons for for like like any all, all dungeons uh like random encounter tables and random like wandering monster tables yeah. um but you definitely but you but like i think i think people see them in like older modules and find it kind of kind of silly <laughs> like when when you when you see like four to nine hobgoblins wander uh-huh. around and, and stuff like this and it, it seems like totally arbitrary but i think the fun is that you the you roll these tables and then you 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 have to wiggle the story around to fit it and you have to figure out why they're there and like I think that's um yeah I think it, it it puts you in some of your most creative moments when you're when you have to adapt to like random things that have been added. Yeah. And if it really really just doesn't fit you can just roll again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. But I've, but yeah. Or just pick yeah. one. <laughs> I I would yeah. <laughs> Avoid it if possible. Yeah. It's good. It, it, most things should end up good in the end. <laughs> yeah. The setting of Dungeons and Dragons in particular is such a rich fantasy lore. I feel like setting anything in that type of setting nothing too outlandish is actually atlantish mm-hmm. yeah. I, yeah i don't know it's that's what i've noticed is like it's just a kind of you accept that it's happening because magic because like, magic yeah to an extent <laughs> yeah no I, I i get that like the the suspension of disbelief is half of dungeons and dragons Unless you get too far into it, and then it all becomes a little bit real to you, uh, mm-hmm. like me. But like you know, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like I, I like what you're saying about yeah, kind of the the randomness of the tables breeds like innovation, I guess, um, which is it's really good for 
uh, one of the episodes that we were doing previously on DM burnout. Um, because I don't think in a burned out state like I was for doing a lot of my campaign that I would ever have been able to, on my own, come up with a dungeon where mm. it's got a weirdly rich backstory like we've created for it. Because that's a, it's a pretty detailed backstory yeah. that we got here, which is pretty yeah. fucking cool. I like it. There's, there's a lot of people. There's, there are a lot of different groups of people involved. Yeah. Um, yeah and you've got just and yeah which is cool i feel like you can link that to a bigger backstory too of your Mm -hmm. your world and your overarching story yeah like because there's so much involved yeah the backstory of this particular dungeon and entirely and like it it, you can link it to either yeah the backstory of your world or and like where you kind of want to go with the campaign or it can be linked to maybe some of the players like if Maybe like they one of them has like a family that were minors that maybe they maybe like or beholders yeah their their beholder family <laughs> mm-hmm. mom their and daddy beholder, beholder minor family adopted. didn't know where their their son Philip the beholder went and now he's a lich <laughs> I mean I feel oh, no. like also breaking through to the underdark if you have someone who either was originally from there or doesn't mm-hmm. want to go back there or has a oh, reason yeah. to never go there yeah. It's There's always... a fear there that's instilled. Yeah, get your get your underdark rangers having a bit of a sad time there, mm-hmm. which is yeah. always cool. But yeah, <laughs> I, I I enjoy yeah the randomness of it is some somewhat terrifying, but it makes your job a hell of a lot easier, which is always one of the things that mm. you want to do when DMing. Just anything that makes that job easier. <laughs> Yeah, like it, it just basically solves white page syndrome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, and yeah, so, that's that's the worst part yeah. of coming up with yeah. stuff, I think. I feel that. So, Ismay, you said uh, if we extend the, the definition of dungeon, mm-hmm. um, as we were talking about before, and we don't add a randomness factor to it, how do you guys plan dungeon in air quotes? Like, um... Uh, an area of danger like if you're extending the definition and you mean it to be an area of danger with multiple enemies that needs to be cleared in a way mm-hmm. how yeah. do you guys go about building that sort of thing uh, yeah, I, I think an important, an important thing to think about is why are the adventurers here mm-hmm. their objective I mean you say clearing out the dungeon is definitely one mm-hmm. but it might not be to wipe out all the monsters there might be let's go get the magic sword or yeah Let's get as much gold as possible, mm-hmm. or or, um, or we have to kill the big boss at the end because they're doing something terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that's that's an important part of it too. You um, and from there you can figure out what all the specifics are, like finding finding like character motivations for going into this place in the first place is normally a very good way to start. I would say, mm-hmm. um, it's not. Yeah, like it's not like the biggest part of the dungeons, but like to get them there in the first place, it would influence a lot of what you're doing. Um, Otherwise, they won't go. Yeah, they exactly. Don't like, players don't mm. like being in dungeons. <laughs> yeah, unless they really do. God, does anyone have any players that are like I would love super to... into dungeons? Because I've not met them yet. <laughs> well, I mean, now, now I feel wait, weird about yeah, saying no, that I'm really mind. into the idea of playing in a dungeon, but okay. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Hello, friends, and welcome to the quick chat break chat chat. <laughs> that was nothing. That was nothing. That was just me saying the word chat too many times, but fuck it, whatever. Uh, so uh, we're going to run through an apology for today. So all of us were apparently in the most fidgety of moods when we were recording, uh, myself included. Like, I'm not I'm not like everyone else was at fault and not me. We were all just the fidgetiest motherfuckers. So it took me a little longer to edit, to edit out as much of the fidget as we could, as I could. But uh, <laughs> there is still quite a few bits in there. I blame that we had dice in front of us and we were allowed to play with them. Uh, that was that was a mistake. That was a mistake. We should not be allowed to play with our dice because we love them so much. Uh, as for plugs this week, uh, we've got uh, Alfred's channel on Penny Blue on Twitch or Twitch.tv for slash Penny Blue, uh, as per usual. 
Um, he's been playing playing a bunch of good games. I think he's still I think he's still on Baldur's Gate. I think he's still doing some Baldur's Gating. Um, he also plays uh, Stardew Valley with myself and Emily uh, every Wednesday. No, well, every other Wednesday. Any Wednesday that we're able to. It's it's a good time, and we get to play with uh, play with play with farm things and uh, screw each other over. It's a dope time. Our new member, Kai, also has another podcast for you guys to go ahead and listen to that he's going to tell you a little bit more about at the end, Um, but it is called Brothers in Time, and it is a Doctor Who podcast that he does with his brother, and it sounds fucking delightful, so go ahead and check that out. Uh, I'm going to assume that it's wherever you can find podcasts, Um, and if not, oops, so sue me, oopsie doopsie, but go ahead and check that out, that would be awesome. And as always, some plugs from me. You can find me on a Teacup Gamer on Twitch if you want to see me play games like the aforementioned uh, Stardew Valley that I was playing with. Play with uh, Emily and Alfred. Um, I'm also playing a bunch of Jackbox games at the moment and dotting around with Knights of the Old Republic. Just I'm just doing whatever the fuck I feel like it. I don't know why I have a channel and why people like watching it. I'm just doing what the fuck I want to do. Uh, as for Crit Chat, you can find us a bunch of places. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Crit Chat, all one word. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash Crit underscore chat, because uh, that's not confusing. And you can uh, interact with us there and uh, give us a give us a like and a follow, and you can see what the fuck we're posting. A lot of the time it's about uh, new things that Wizard of the Coast are doing, or just general ponderings about life and... D&D. It's, it's mostly D&D. It's not so many general, general ponderings about life, but whatever. Also, if you tweet about the show by either tweeting at us or using the crit chat hashtag, uh, then you might get a sweet little call out on the show. Uh, this applies to Ryan Ballstad, who uh, hit us up on the Twitter um, to tell us. So he was. if you uh, listened to last week's episode, you will know him as the, um, the DM that uh, Sarah was talking about before. Uh, that was that was able to do everything at all times, um, and he got in contact with us to let us know that he is not an infallible god, as we once believed, that he too suffered the DM burnout because of the exact reasons that everyone else did, which, sad that other people are experiencing burnout, but good, because yeah, we don't have like an immortal god on our hands who is able to do everything without feeling the burn! This also applies to Dan, aka Visgard, who got back in contact with us uh, with an amazing Kinsey scale. Um, so if, if people don't know, the Kinsey scale is a, a kind of metric on like your uh, your sexual identity in terms of uh, who you like. Uh, but this one has a very us-like twist to it, where it goes from uh, one to six, uh, zero, oh no, it goes from zero to six. Zero being, uh, has literally no desire to fuck any monsters whatsoever, what the fuck, uh, to six, which is currently trying to get rawed by at least two cryptids behind a Denny's. Fucking hell! I read it before, but it's still fucking excellent. So thank you so much for bringing that to our attention. It is possibly the most us thing that's out there in the world, and just proves that we're not we're not the only fucking freaks of nature, which is you know humbling. As for other places you can find us, you can find us on uh, our Discord uh, if you go into the description of wherever you're listening to this. Uh, you can also find us on SoundCloud in the same place, or if you search Crit Chat, you can give us a like there, a follow there, and you can comment, and you can share from there. Uh, it's a word of mouth podcast. Uh, the only way that we actually get our brand and our show out there is if you guys help along and tell other people about the show, tell people how much you like it. Um, if they're like a weird horny person, tell them about the weird horny stuff. If they're not, I don't know, leave that to be a weird, weird, nasty little surprise for them. Uh, you can also find us on iTunes if you search Crit Chat under podcast and leave us a five-star review for the five-star show and leave a comment. Try and do the most baffling comment, um, which leaves people... Tr- like, just questioning what the fuck this podcast actually is, because I question that on a daily basis, so, you know, keep the goodness going. Uh, other than that, I think we're done. We'll leave you to uh, the rest of the episode. You can always watch us live on Tuesdays at 5pm BST on A Teacup Gamer on Twitch, um, or stick around to Fridays when we put out the episodes. Now let's get back to what turns- I'm gonna spoiler alert a little bit. This turns a bit real play, and we're not good players. Okay, bye! I think, yeah, when when I was, when I was creating them in the past, um, the ones that I've done- 
So yeah, we, we had like the very unsuccessful one, which I don't, I think I'll go ahead and not refer to that when I'm talking about how to do a good dungeon, so. Or how not to do it. <laughs> how not to do it, that's fine. So just don't make the most yeah. boring dungeon in the entire world, I guess. <laughs> yeah, okay. Think, <laughs> right, just, just, just do it. <laughs> that's specific. Okay. <laughs> you what got it, guys. Why, why, why exactly was it boring? So, okay, so it was essentially I wanted them to get to like an underground kind of cult, but I didn't make that. That was one of the reasons why I wanted the layout to talk about layout a little bit, just because I made the layout so linear, apart from just like one room where there was multiple ways to go. And it was just, I don't know, it just mm. felt kind of forced and kind of uninteresting sure. and like. Uh, yeah. It was, it was yeah. long though, yeah? Yeah, yeah. It was linear but long. Yeah, okay. That's what yes. I was talking about. If you have a linear dungeon, it's it can work good for pacing if it's short. So mm-hmm. um, if you have maybe four or five rooms, maybe six, and you get through it in a couple of hours. Yeah. Because uh, one thing I do find is when you have large, ex- expansive, sprawling dungeons, even if they are non-linear, yeah. people do sort of get fatigued with it. When we're in week 10 of this dungeon, you know? Yeah. And it's just when, when very little happened. And like... It, it was a lot of it was just like uh, uh, like faults on my part of just like remembering after a while like oh yeah so it would be cool if there's like some places which would be trapped and like some you know like chests that would like you know spring traps when they're opened um and then looking back and watching as my players walk into this be like ah yeah we don't have a rogue in the party do we ain't no one looking for traps <laughs> like well guess that they're all oh. dead so it was it was just like yeah things that i put in to that in my mind were classic mm. dungeon things that you had to do were just not yeah. i mean i think good. i think that i i think that i want to jump in and say that i think that having traps in there is still good oh, yeah. like even, even if you mm. don't have a rogue i think i think it's important to i think it's good to um part of part of players being feeling like they made good choices with their character mm-hmm. is also being shown like when their character is not effective okay right like i i think i think showing like if if someone had made a rogue they would have been really good here is 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 pretty is a good thing and i think that those those times should like um should those times should be the times when the players are the most creative is like when there's a big long hallway and you've already triggered one trap and there's like <laughs> And yeah, you don't know what's down there. Then you gotta people should be thinking out of the box and like, you know, rolling a heavy boulder down to trigger all the things or like, you know. Okay. Using the classic, uh, it's like a it's like a ten foot barge pole or whatever that D and D is always. You you it's it's listed in the shop in the five E players uh-huh. handbook. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like a pole that's ten feet long mm-hmm. because you're that's like classic D and D is poking a, poking away in front of you. <laughs> yeah. Triggering in the traps, but. <laughs> I think that comes down to kind of how you run it, though, more than um, like, like I, I, like I don't think there should you should ever be like, oh, the traps went bad because they didn't have a rogue, so I shouldn't use traps. Like, I think it should be like. And the thing um, is, one day players will realize that even if they're not rogues, they can still search for traps. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna happen one day. <laughs> one but day. I, I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> not any day soon. <laughs> to have a little moment to myself just because we got sarah in chat to- when we're talking about like things like using the pole to trigger traps apparently sarah's husband again f- the one that works for uh wizards of the coast <laughs> uses a goat <laughs> to trigger traps. <laughs> <laughs> i just read that as you were saying it <laughs> i laughed early sorry but my god that is so good uh, like that's... i i currently am afraid to run anything else other than audacity on the computer so i am not reading this chat so That's i'm fair. so glad you guys are filling me in yeah otherwise there's just like a weird <laughs> blip in my sound file it's just me going <laughs> i just read it and it was great and it made me very happy yeah there are there are other no, things to look for traps as the the same there's like multiple ways to do everything so <laughs> yeah i'm with you yeah. guys most effective I'm, ones are goats i i, I think it's I think I think something that trips up a lot of groups is like um I, I like I just want to call out like uh uh as as the GM you can you can just tell your players like there might be traps here <laughs> <laughs> yeah right like if if especially if they're playing characters who like might have been in a dungeon before mm-hmm. which which sounds gross but anyway <laughs> um 
Like, look, not everything is weirdly sexy on this podcast. Most things are. <laughs> not everything. Not everything. We're talking about totally innocent torture dungeons. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, but like I, I think I think you should like if P- if if players aren't like if they if they if it's like a big dark corridor and the players like look to each other and like I guess we walk forward like mm-hmm. you should you know as the DM you can you you can just say like hey maybe you should search for traps mm-hmm. you can do that that's the thing you can yeah. do yeah you know? like if they're not if they're not getting it right away <laughs> oh just... so you're just you're just walking ahead yeah oh okay you that's can... what I like to that, do. Yeah. that that's fine. That too. The the kind of like yeah. As soon as people are like, I mean, like, but yeah, the, that that time when you see them look at each other when you've paused, they're like, "Well, we walk forward." Like you're an idiot. Um, just the a pause and like a oh, so you're you're like you're just walking, yeah. And then they're like, I mean, maybe we're not just walking, and suddenly get maybe there's something that they should be doing that's not just you know walking directly into traps as you walk watch in front of you a cockroach runs down the <laughs> just something <laughs> something triggers something oh uh, yeah that's like the i can't remember what it was it was like a, it was on the adventure zone face uh the the, the adventure zone's own <laughs> facebook uh or something and someone was like <laughs> describing how they they set up this whole thing with their players standing there and there was a big red field yeah. and then a rabbit like jumped across this in front of the, the players one, and went yeah, into the red field and then exploded i, 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 I yeah. talked about that on one of the, and, and then, one of the podcasts <laughs> if i can take a wild right. fucking guess what they did next players are bad at traps i say this as a dm and as a player we're just bad at traps um so so speaking of traps as we've been doing for like a long time now um how how do you guys go about like coming up with traps and like what traps would be appropriate and for this podcast for the one that we're we're creating like what traps would happen in this uh this weird dungeon that is you know was mostly a mine Mm. that then got made into a beholder's then a lich beholder's lair well i Mm. i think that the thing with traps is, uh, they don't make a lot of sense, and <laughs> so right. depending on the style of game, mm-hmm. well, because I'm current, the game I'm currently running is a very realistic sandbox, open world sort of game where everything makes sense, and traps don't make a lot of sense for the inhabitants of a dungeon because you put down all these tripwires that when you flick them they explode and kill everything in the area, but you have to live there, you know, this is your home and you're filling it with traps. It's Sort of a recipe of a disaster. And okay. so uh, I tend to... Currently what I'm doing is I tend to steer clear of traps generally. Not always. And it, it's it's uh, it's contextual. So depending on where they are and stuff, like there might be traps. But I think that um, the, the Beholders are a really good um, dungeon creator if you want to have traps because Beholders crazy. Be- beholders are crazy. insane, yeah. <laughs> the other one is kobolds, um, you know, just because yeah. they, that's their whole shtick. Mm-hmm. If it's a mine mm. also, couldn't you have spots where they like started digging and didn't finish and now it's like yeah, yeah. covered over again yeah. or you have a track that doesn't actually have an end anymore? You mm. know, like yeah. if yeah. it's a... Yeah. Because they would have worked when they were inhabited, but yeah. now they don't. <laughs> mm. Yeah, traps that aren't actually like meant to be traps. Yeah, are, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Like, like I, I was watching. This is yeah. Sorry, one of the one of the early um, uh, episodes of um, Matt Coville's um, series on like uh, how to run like campaigns and so on um, was talking about how to build a dungeon. And looking back, maybe I should have watched that again before doing this episode. But as we've already established, <laughs> I'm not doing any fucking traps. I'm I'm sleepy. I'm not doing prep. Um, but yeah, Matt Colville was was talking about um, in dungeon building the idea of traps and how how they make sense to the story that you're trying to tell. So yeah, for instance, in in the dungeon that we're creating with the with the beholder and everything, it wouldn't so much make a lot of sense to have like pitfall traps and um, like you know like. What are, what are those ones where like you trigger it and then like a those spikes come up from the floor spike traps shit like that um it probably doesn't make as much sense so thematically for mm. the story probably 
do well, a I can one. imagine a, a beholder. I can imagine a beholder would fill the place with pitfall traps because if the pit opens up, they just keep floating there. Okay, yeah. that's fair. I just don't imagine the beholder just like, I'm just going to dig up this goddamn hole. I just <laughs> oh. want to. No, I mean, he, he, t- he tells his slaves minions for. to dig it. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's, that is what slaves are for. You heard it here. For <laughs> it's for digging your dirty yeah. pit Speaking of that, do we, want to, um, do we want to roll some more things for it? Yeah, sure. All right, so we've got this starting area. Uh, I need somebody to roll a D10. A D10? I've got a one. A D10. I got one here. Ready? Uh, we got a five. Five. The uh, the starting area is a, re- a rectangle, 20 by 40 feet, and a, there's a passage on each wall. Okay. So, uh, okay, so, so there's three is... passageways. Mm-hmm. This is this. See, we're now in the section which is much more the layout. Yeah. So this is this is one of the ones I was want to talk to because I found when creating like well the more successful dungeons um, that one of the parts that I hated was just creating the the layout just because I I got bored like yeah doing doing this whole thing like I never rolled for it but that whole thing but I found um, an old an old favorite of ours on the crit chat. Um, Donjon has a really good dungeon generator, which I would oh, right. nice. recommend to anyone. Um, it's the, the URL is a typical Donjon one, which is just a lot of fucking letters, which is annoying. Hmm. Um, With just full stops in random places. Right, yeah. just like so many full stops. But oh, it fine. comes up if you, if you Google search, um, Donjon dungeon generator. But yeah, it, it, it essentially just makes you a little like a little dungeon map um which you can put anything in if you like it gives you like a tiny little uh image of it you can change it if you want like what what size you want what kind of grid system you want what kind of map you want if you want it to be just like black and white or if you want it to look like it's on parchment um gives you room size gives you doors and corridors and shit um and so you can just have that or you can click through and it gives you a bunch of traps and shit. Which, again, as we were saying, like it maybe you don't want to do that because it might not adhere to the um, the kind of story that you've got for it. Um, but if you're like me and you don't want to sit around and make a make a dungeon uh, layout, it's really good just to have something visual in front of you that you can see. Um, mm. and it like labels the rooms and you're just like, okay, well now that I see that there are these rooms here, this is what I want in these rooms, which. Mm. Yeah. Awesome. I, I, yeah. I, I definitely feel like the, like the dungeon, uh, generate the dungeon generator and the donjon dungeon generator. They are, they, they it's do have this kind of wacky vibe to them. I, I, I actually don't know enough about the donjon dungeon generator mm-hmm. uh, but like the 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 dungeon master's guide random dungeon generator is <laughs> um it's pretty like I, I think it is pretty random uh as random yeah. goes i'll be looking at it. <laughs> um it, it definitely so like, you I, heard I, it here first <laughs> yeah random things are random you're welcome but uh the like like when I, i've heard other people say this about this the the dmg one is like if you if you're looking for a crazy like shifting random dungeon in like some mad archmage's laboratory, then this is what you would use to generate it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. But like I don't I don't know if it would be like I don't know how. I feel like it's too random. Is what I'm oh, saying. Okay. Oh, which one? The the dungeon one or the the DMG? The DMG one. Okay. The dungeon one. I don't know quite enough about. It does yeah. seem pretty random though. The it, it's one. pretty random, but like at the same time, like. It's customizable, which is nice. I mean, we're here now. Do you want to give the dungeon masters one a test? Uh, yeah, sure. Fuck it. So we got we got our we got our starting room. You three adventurers have just come into the starting area. Okay. Yeah, brave heroes just uh, come into this dungeon to defeat to defeat a uh, a beholder lich. You've heard there's uh, stories from the area. <laughs> uh, you have these three passageways. Uh, one straight forward, one to the left, one to the right. Pick one. Okay. Okay. How about if so, so, like there's three of us, three passageways. We each, uh, we each take one. Oh God! See what's in each of them. <laughs> see, this is madness. It. I madness. say we all go straight forward. <laughs> madness, do all of the things. Hey, split the party. And I march forward through the center one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you go forward for the center one. Roll a roll a d twenty. Oh cool. God! 
Six. Six. You continue straight for 20 feet. Uh, this is a side passage to the right, uh, and then an additional 10 feet ahead. Roll another d20. Is this me? Yeah. Yes, that's you. Uh, five. Five. Roll on the five today. You, uh, you find a cistern providing water, uh, drinking water for the miners. Uh, that's okay. the room, but... Makes sense. Hang on. Uh, what's in the room, I'll get you to roll a d100. Oh, yes. <laughs> 29. 29. A monster's pet or allied creature guarding treasure. So let's say <laughs> that there is a young white dragon. Sorry, a white dragon wormling sitting in front of you. Oh. Whoa. Asleep. What do you do? Oh, it's asleep. Well, I'm in full plate, obviously, so this is bad. And behind it, <laughs> um, behind it, is, you can see a chest. Also, Ugh. bear in mind, uh, I have not followed you down because I am <laughs> that that player character that has decided that they are too cool for everyone and wants to stay back and roll their eyes. Yeah, I am. Um, I I finger my finger my sheath um, sword nervously and look um, to the left and right, and then I walk back through the tunnel that I just came through, and then I say, <laughs> "Let's go down one of the other tunnels." <laughs> Um, I don't realize that you've left the room until you say, let's go down one of the other tunnels. And I look around startled and try to run after you as quietly as I can. <laughs> okay, before before you turn around and start to walk out in full plate armor, uh, can I get you to highs or lows? Uh, um, highs. Love me a highs or lows. Sister. Okay, that's a seven. So the dragon wakes up. Of course oh. it does. Well... <laughs> is there a way to seal the door and just leave Alfred to his fate? Because <laughs> I'll uh, do it. I didn't roll for a door, so roll a d20. Yeah, roll for door. That's a nine. How good a door is it? That's a nine? <laughs> yeah. There's a wooden door. Oh, oh, fuck you, Alfred. I'm closing that door. It's not going to be a lot of dragon protection. It there, doesn't. It sure. doesn't have a lock. Uh, well, it doesn't have a lock. Me pressing myself nope. up against him, stopping him from coming out, is a kind of can, law. Ooh, ooh! Can I roll a, a random generator for what <laughs> weapon? <laughs> uh, all right, go for it. Roll a roll a d twenty. Do, do you have do you have a table for that accessible? Uh, no. Let's just all right. Roll I've got, it. An, ele- I've got an eleven. That's, Kai, you welcome a, to the podcast. We're a bunch of unruly children. <laughs> <laughs> and I love you guys for it. What do I have? <laughs> you have a flintlock. You have a flintlock pistol. Okay. Ah, oh, um, please don't shoot uh, me. I'm gonna run into the doorway. And uh, is there any rock, like any rocks above the dragon? <laughs> guys, I don't know what we're doing anymore. But we're like out of time for the episode. We've just made half a oh, dungeon, no. and then no. got sidetracked and played a bit of D and D. Yeah, just imagine I'm banging on the door with Ismay holding it closed, and I'm like, "I'll never catch the beholder at this rate." Eat and, a butt, uh, Alfred. I think there's a lump like forming on the side of my head, slowly. <laughs> <laughs> one of us is bleeding out. One of us is going to get hit by a dragon, and I'm yeah, a character we... that everyone hates. To I'm play bleeding with. out, and the dragon didn't even get to me. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> oh, God. It's beginning to sound a lot like D M D. Wouldn't have had it any other way. Oh God. Okay. We're going to try and summarize any kind of part of this podcast so far that we can categorize as advice. <laughs> Give me a minute. <laughs> Use random right. tables? Yeah. Or don't, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> or don't. I'm not random- sure which one is the advice. Random tables can be really fun and help with the help if you have uh, burnout. Yes. And if you're not coming up with anything on the spot yourself. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And we've proven that if you don't prepare anything, you can just make a dungeon in the moment. Yeah. I oh mean, God, it might not yeah, be great. <laughs> I mean, I was, I was in. <laughs> I was on board. <laughs> I was, but I was also playing the anti-hero. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so everyone was mad. <laughs> you were as anti as your hero could be. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, the, the random tables, I think, will help a whole hell ton. Um, especially with like backstory to it, because yeah, we came up with like a pretty cool, conclusive backstory that was like interesting. 
Um, and also, yeah, and like you, you could see like elements that you could put into like the story as like a descriptive sense of, you know, instead of oh, you go down this corridor and oh, it just leads to a dead end. It's like oh no, it leads down this corridor and there's an entire cave in that's happened here. Um, because, you know, we came up with a backstory and it had a, an earthquake in it and that's dope as hell. Um, mm. it you, comes up with the enemies that you'll want to put in because of the random t- tables. So like, yeah, it's, it's really, it's really useful for creating a dungeon if you don't want to sit there and plan out every single element of it, which I don't want to do. So that's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, just FYI, the, um... <laughs> The the, re- the schematic part of the dungeon, like the, the layout and the story elements of the dungeons, are in different parts of the book, so watch out for that. Oh, oh, DMG? Yeah, so if you can't find one, it's because it's... And it, the DMG's great, but the layout is atrocious. Yeah. It doesn't make a lick of sense. Yeah. But yeah, no, I uh, yeah, definitely, I think that if there's anything to take away from here, it's that you can very quickly and easily make a dungeon if you use the DMG. Like, who'd have thunk that the thing designed for us is good? weird amazing i know right learn something new every ding dang day <laughs> um but yeah so we're, we're probably gonna have to have to wrap this up now on whatever fucking note we left on um <laughs> we've got we've got plugs that we should do um uh alfred yeah so um uh come and hang out with me on twitch twitch.tv slash penny blue um recently i actually did some D stuff which is pretty cool um oh, i did my f- i did like I- i'm starting to try and plan uh an open table D and D game. Awesome. Um, and there's lots of, you know, there's lot, there's a, there's a lot of unique challenges with open t open table games. So, yeah, it's been really interesting, and I'm trying to figure it out live. <laughs> <laughs> trying to but, yeah. work that shit out. Awesome. Um, and also, what are you doing on Wednesday, Alfred? <gasps> Tomorrow. <gasps> Yeah, I'm going farming with you and going Emily. Farming. We going farming again tomorrow. It's gonna be dope. Um, it is the highlight of my week. It is so good. It's so that bad. sounded that sounded sarcastic. It absolutely was not. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna fuck things up uh, farmer style. You know, we're gonna fucking I don't know <laughs> farm shit. We're gonna it's put Stardew Valley. We're yeah? gonna put what? Yeah, it's Stardew Valley. It's um, yeah. We're gonna put we're gonna put signs in people's yards. Alfred is going to keep minding his own goddamn business and just try to <laughs> play a nice game while me and Emily fuck it, each other over. It's great, and also sometimes fuck each other. Welcome. There's fanfic involved <laughs> in the statue. There's a lot of fanfic involved. <laughs> oh god, I didn't know that I'd be re- like have fanfic written about me, but I've never been happier. It's the weirdest time of my life. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh kai what have you got to plug with us oh yeah so um today actually i released the first episode of my uh, doctor who podcast awesome. that i do with my brother Woo. Oh, dope. it's called it's nice. called brothers in time and you can awesome. find it on itunes uh it's it's quite a thing it's uh <laughs> it's, yeah it's i i don't know it's it's me and my goddamn idiot little brother screwing <gasps> about talking about doctor who awesome. it gets better don't worry <laughs> i'm into it i love it oh that sounds awesome to me yeah i'm, I'm actually th- that sounds pretty interesting i like i i haven't yeah, it's been yeah, so it's, long um... since i watched D. i haven't watched any of uh, D. <laughs> <laughs> doctor who <laughs> oh. oh but that's cool so yeah, yeah we're like big fans of the old series too so it oh, gets yeah. a tad esoteric i'm sorry <laughs> that's cool it's, but I no it should be it's things. good it's good it's fun I, I've, I've been lo- having a blast doing it Aww. and i uh, should have more coming out soon awesome so yeah so we'll have we'll have links to that where when uh when this goes up on the uh on the edited version um as always for me you can find me on a teacup gamer on twitch uh which is the other place that you can find the stardew valley stream because both me and alfred stream it at the same time which is really dope and cool uh emily doesn't because she has dark dealings to do which are not allowed to be seen by the eyes of man um <laughs> which is terrifying terrifying for you as it is for us um, but yeah, and you can also always find us on Twitch, uh, doing crit chat every Tuesday 
uh, which is super dope. Uh, also, if you want to find more Crit Chat things, you can find us on Twitter at uh, Crit underscore Chat, because uh, someone took Crit Chat. And you can find us on Facebook as just Crit Chat. Um, like our page and follow us on the Twitter and just get... Just, just get more, more of our goodness. We do polls. We do chatting with audience members. It's always fun. Who, who the fuck was wouldn't want to interact with us? We're, we're a goddamn delight. Um, uh, wherever you're listening, you can also go into the description and find our Discord channel uh, to talk with us, as well as a link to our SoundCloud where you can find and listen to previous episodes, as well as giving us a like and a follow on there. We are a word of mouth podcast. We don't advertise anywhere, so. Y'all have to for us. That's that's our jam. Just making you guys do our work. Um, you can also find us on iTunes by searching Crit Chat and Podcast and leave us a five-star review for this five-star show. And be sure to follow me on A Teacup Gamer on Twitch if you want to watch us live on Tuesdays at 5pm BST. But until then, I have been Ismay. I have been Alfred. I have been Ali. I've been Kai. We all did it! And you've been listening to Crit Chat. Have a great week, bitches! Join us live on Twitch, Tuesdays at 5pm on A Teacup Gamer.